Welcome to the Queen's School Chester podcast, the place where we talk to staff, parents and pupils about topics that are relevant to you. In this episode, we're talking to three of our Year 13 students about their experiences of life in the sixth form. This means we're going to find out why they stayed on at Queen's instead of going elsewhere, the support provided by the school for major decisions in life, such as which university is right for each person, and what life is actually like from one day to the next at Queen's when you're in the sixth form. But enough of the intro, let's get into this right now, as we have an honest conversation with Ava, Lucy and Gigi. Ava, Lucy and Gigi, thank you for being here on this episode of the podcast. How are you all doing today? Good, thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're all good, thank you. Tell me a little bit about what each of you are doing here today. This morning I've had some lessons. I've had Spanish and then two hours of maths, which is actually surprisingly good fun. And then later on tonight I've got some hockey, which is nice to look forward to. I've also had Spanish this morning and then both G and I have had history, double history, which has been been fun we were looking yeah. at some coursework and doing some Georgian Britain with Mrs Tunnycliffe which has been fun yeah okay. I started my morning off with um, Queen's Baccalaureate which is where we do like our EPQ and personal statement okay right so we got a, f- a few consistent lessons going on there it's Spanish a couple of you have been in history as well a couple of you have been in and, and you said that you've been enjoying history uh, Ava you got very enthusiastic when you said you enjoyed maths as well yeah I do love maths it's true <laughs> Tell me what it is about maths you love so much then. I really love the creativity of it and also the variety. So I've had an hour of mechanics, learning about friction and how things move, which I find interesting, how it applies to real life. And then I had an hour of pure maths, looking at sequences and series, which is quite interesting because it's so beautiful. I was specifically looking at series, that um, what their sums are to infinity, which is surprising that a finite series can have an infinite sum. I'll take your word on that, Ava. And the people listening to this, I think they'll probably take your word on that as well. Lucy, tell me what your favourite subject is. Mine's definitely history. Yeah, I've always loved history. I find it really, really interesting. Yeah, I just think we can can study. We've got Mrs Tunnycliffe as well, who is one of our favourite teachers. She's also deputy head of sixth form. And she's been so supportive. And she just makes history lots and lots of fun. And so does Miss Jones as well. Yeah, we love it. Awesome. And Gigi, tell me what your favourite is. It sounds like you're doing history as well, is that right? Yeah, I do really enjoy history, but I also do economics, which I find that, like, it's everyday life, so it makes sense, and I find it quite... When you're, like, just going about your life, you realise how much of your course actually applies to it, which is quite interesting. I see. Okay, now today we're going to be talking about a few different things. You're all in your final year of A-level, so you're all in upper sixth. And when you were thinking about where to go for your sixth form education, that I'm sure you considered various different options. But what was it that made you stay at Queen's instead of going somewhere else? I think a large part of it for me is obviously exam results. That's the focus of why we're here at sixth form, to make the next step and go to university. But also the help that Queen's offers with university applications, as well as just helping you achieve the results. So things like career support and personal statement help and advice with which universities might be best suited to you is Mm. definitely what encouraged me to stay at Queen's for sixth form. I think as well, it's really easy to develop close relationships with like your teachers. Um, so I feel confident to go to any of my teachers just to ask them questions like throughout the day, whether that be like in the lesson 
or whether I've got a free, I think it's really good that we can just go and speak to anyone knowing that they'll come and help us, help us with extra work, whether that be about applications or about the actual subject. Um, mm. I just think it's been, we can, like, we can speak to our teachers about anything, really. I think that's been really good. Yeah, I do think. So I had a look at some other schools for sixth form, but I think Queen's has like a really warm and friendly atmosphere that looking at other schools, uh, I just, you couldn't replicate it anywhere else. Mm. Thanks for that, Gigi and Lucy and Ava. Lucy, you mentioned about uh, different help that you might need to ask for regarding things like university applications. What kind of help typically might you need to be asking teachers for, for, for their advice in? Well, you can go, we have Mrs. Dawson, who's our careers advisor, and she'll help advise you on what um, university degree she might think is best for you. So obviously lots of people are really undecided about what they want to study at university when like there's so many different options. But um, Mrs. Dawson can like point you in the direction of a degree that might be good for you, depending on what sort of subjects you like or like extracurricular interests um, and just what she thinks might be like really beneficial for you. Thank you for that, Lucy. Now, one of the one of the reasons why some people might choose to go somewhere else, of course, is for the fact that you can go somewhere else where, where it's co-educational, where there are boys as well as girls. Obviously, staying means that you don't have that you don't have that option. Tell me your thoughts on that. How does that make you feel knowing that you're staying somewhere where, where there aren't boys at Queen's? I think we see boys like outside of school. I don't think it should define where you go for your education. I don't think that should have a part in it. And I think, especially being at an all-girls school, every career is everyone's career. Like, it's not, oh, that's a, like, say, the finance in, or engineering, that's, like, a male industry. It's not like that. That never crosses our minds. It's definitely, it's very empowering being at an all-girls school. I think we all encourage each other to just, like, strive for whatever we want to achieve in life. And I think... It, we, yeah, exactly. Like Gigi said, we still see boys outside of school. It's not like <laughs> there's no boys in our lives if that's what people are worried about. We can, like, you can make, oh, like CCF as well. That's yeah. after school on a Friday. So we do that with Kings. That's done with King School. So there are, like, links with other schools where you can you can make friends. And, with, like, rowing. Yeah, All our boat clubs, like, next to each other. So we have ours at Royals. And then Kings is there. So that's a very social sport. Yeah, I think I would just echo the fact that when we come to school, it's not really about gender. We're all just people here to learn. It just so mm. happens that we're all girls. I don't think anyone that goes to an all-girls school would highlight the fact that there's no boys there. We're all used to the fact we're all people here to learn. Whether they're girls or boys is sort of irrelevant. It doesn't make a difference, yeah, for us. So tell me then how each of you would define the whole sixth form experience at Queen's. What makes it stand out as being different to other places where you could have gone? I think because Queen's is right in the centre of Chester, it gives us like so much freedom to go into town. Like in our freeze, for example, we're allowed to go into town, you're allowed to work here, or you could go to Storyhouse, for example, and work in the library there. Um, we have so much freedom, which like fosters the independence here, I think. I also know that other schools don't do their freeze like that, so it does. it shows that Queen's do allow you to be more independent than I think a lot of other schools do. And I know a lot of people think, like, all girls' school as well, like, we're not in touch with, like, the real world, we're kind of kept in a bubble. But I, I would really beg to differ on yeah, that. I like. agree. So tell me a little bit more about those frees then. What kind of things do you, do you tend to do? I mean, clearly a free period at times is going to be for, for getting your head down and studying, but, but if you're not doing that, what other things might you get up to? 
probably getting coffee if we're honest. <laughs> like, we spend a lot of our time. We tend, for me, I tend to do work and then like maybe get a coffee or something. But yeah, they are predominantly work. Yeah, definitely. Like whether that be working in the common room or in the library or going home. We or are the workroom. Yeah, so if, yeah, or the workroom, for example. Yeah, if you have a double free in the afternoon, you can go home, you can work at home. Um, it just offers, there's a lot of flexibility, really. They kind yeah. of accommodate to whatever you need to do in your freeze. I know also in some of my freeze, I've had meetings with teachers. So say something in an earlier lesson, maybe I've gone away and realised that I didn't understand it as well as I thought I did. I can then go and find teachers and ask them for some support with that. Or maybe again, coming back to career support, we could go and make an appointment with Mrs Dawson, our careers advisor, and we can use our freeze to uh, find that time. We also do like our EPQs, so all the research you need for that, and go see with our supervisors. Our frees are incredibly useful. Yeah. Gigi, tell me a little bit about your EPQ. What's that all about then? So the extended project qualification is equivalent to like half an A-level on UCAS. So it can lower grade boundaries, but it's also really good, especially on your personal statement, you can talk about the skills that teachers do. So... I know for me, I've never had to do academic referencing in any pieces of work. So it teaches you to do that, like independent research, getting, looking at a source and being like, is this useful? Is it credible? And I think that's things that, as much as A-levels are good for deepening your understanding on topics, you don't have the independent research element as much as... Um, the EPQ so yeah I think it's really beneficial as well for when we're about to go to university it's kind of replicates that sort of environment when you don't have as much in-person teaching perhaps and you've got to do lots more independent studying it kind mm. of teaches you the discipline that you have to do the work on your own and you're not yeah. going to have like forced deadlines the whole time but you've got to like produce an academic report within a period of time it is good for like time management yeah and then, like going to your supervisor with specific questions and like trying to look for like certain outcomes rather than just being like oh I feel like and being a bit more like wishy-washy about it you have to be very specific and keep yourself self-motivated yeah, exactly. yeah now you've tinted about what you're going to be doing next year and about how this can be a help towards things like university tell me what each of you are going to be doing or what you're hoping to do next year so long as the results that we get are, are going to be what you need them to be I'm hoping to go to university in the United States, potentially oh, on a wow. hockey scholarship. Okay. Yeah, I play a lot of hockey and also really care about my academics and universities in the States value both of those things very highly. So at the moment I'm preparing for my SAT exam and then I'll have to also get the grades in my A-levels in order to ensure that I can uh, head over to the States. Wow, that, Ava, that would be awesome. Where, whereabouts in the States are you hoping to go then? I don't know at the moment. I'm waiting to see uh, which universities have spaces in their field hockey rosters and perhaps which universities want to offer me a scholarship. But perhaps I'm going to apply to the Ivy Leagues as well. So maybe somewhere like Harvard, if I get in, that would be wow. exciting. Fantastic. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? That really would be. How do your family feel about you possibly being in a different country this time next year? Honestly, my little sister was not happy with me when I suggested to her about going. She was not happy. But Aww. when I said to her that maybe she could have my bedroom, which is a bit bigger than hers, she was she was pleased. <laughs> she kind I of changed parents, her tune. <laughs> yeah. My parents think it's an amazing opportunity, but obviously they'll miss me. I mean, mm. Zoom exists. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lucy, tell me what you're hoping to do next year. 
I'm hoping to study history, but I haven't quite decided where yet. I need to make a few more decisions, but I've had a look at a couple of universities and I quite like the look of St. Andrews, Durham, Exeter, maybe Bristol, a bit like that. Hope, looking for like a bit more of a smaller university experience, I think. I'm also a keen hockey player as well, so I'm looking at sport um, at different places as well. Okay, wow. So wherever you go to university, you're hoping to be continuing playing hockey there as well, I presume? Yeah, playing lots of hockey. Yeah, I'm, I love playing hockey as well, Zeva. And when you talk about places like St Andrews and Exeter, I mean, given where you are in Chester right now, it sounds to me like you're trying to get as far away from, from home as possible. Is yeah, that right? I'm, tr I'm trying to escape the family home. <laughs> I want to get as far away as possible. <laughs> no. You're moving far away. No, that's not the case. I just, I've really liked looking at those places and I just think that they'd be a great university they experience. They almost mirror Chester in that they're very small, very pretty towns. Yeah. Gigi, tell me what you're hoping to do next year. So I'm planning on going on a gap year and then going to uni to do something economics-based. Wow. Okay, gap year. Tell me a little bit more about that. What are you hoping to do on that? So I'm hoping to do a ski season. Not entirely sure where yet. And then I'll probably come home and then go back out travelling somewhere. I'm not... My plans are quite relaxed at the moment. And then head off to uni in 2023. So where, where do you think you'll be looking at university for 2023? Like Lucy, I've not really got a definitive plan yet. I think maybe Newcastle and Cardiff, they have quite interesting courses. Mm -hmm. But I'll just have to... I really do need to do some more research on it. Mm. Now, all of you have talked about some of the ways that Queen's has helped to prepare you for, for, for your next step after you leave school. You know, you talked about the EPQ and the way that you study. In what other ways would you say the school has helped you to prepare for next year? I think... For us on the head girls team, we've been given a lot of leadership opportunities. So for me, that definitely started in the lower school. I was a house captain and then moving up in key stage three, I was a form captain. And then now as head girl, we're given the opportunity to lead lots of extracurriculars. For example, we lead the school parliament. And I think that chance to lead others and also have to make uh, decisions for ourselves hmm. will definitely set us up well for when we go to university. We've had lots of UCAS talks throughout the year so that we've had academic lecture programs so even when we've been in isolation there's been Zooms like weekly Zooms where we've had academic presentations from lots of different universities about like a plethora of topics so we've had some more focused at like medical students or some for historians. Within those talks as well the universities also like touch on how to prepare for university life and like what you should look for when picking a university mm. um, and different things like that, which have helped us enormously when like looking at different universities for sure. Mm. This sounds really good to hear. Now, I'd love to know what advice you might give to somebody. Say if you could jump back in time two years and speak to your younger selves before you joined the sixth form. What advice might you give to someone who's currently in year 11 and you know just starting year 11, they're thinking about what to do next year. They're thinking about whether they should stay at Queen's or go somewhere else if they're currently at Queen's. Maybe there's a parent listening to this and, and they, they've, got, they've got a daughter who's currently in year 10 or year 11. What would you say to someone thinking about what to do and where to go for their sixth form? I think my first piece of advice would be to visit the schools that you're considering. A lot of the students at Queen's, I'm sure, would agree that the atmosphere here is really, really unique and the friendly um, 
nature of all the staff and the students. So perhaps visit the schools and see if you could see yourself studying there and whether mm. you think you'd fit in with the student body. I would also say don't just follow your friends because obviously different schools specialise in different subjects, even at A-level. Some are just better at it than others. So if you're really interested in, say, politics but a school your friend's going to doesn't do politics and you just follow them, you're not actually helping yourself. Mm. And I just think that, yeah, like really take the time to evaluate each school because they do change when you go to sixth form, regardless of what school you go to. The relationships with teachers change and develop and it becomes mm. more like seminar teaching, I know here anyway, rather than, which is similar to uni, but you have to really look at how they teach and the course, the specification, because that is really important. And like looking, I think, looking at extracurricular activities that are on offer at different schools is really <coughs> useful because it's a key part in any application to universities, looking at what you do outside of school. And so if your school has, I don't know, good hockey facilities or something like that, that you can then like use those and um, develop and put that on your personal statement that's like mm. a really key thing in your application process mm. um, and obviously if schools don't offer what you're interested in there's no point going to those schools so yeah, you need yeah. to make sure that you're like looking at all the opportunities available at every different school before you make that um, crucial decision and I guess with social media these days if, if you go somewhere that some of your closest friends might not be going then you can still keep in touch with them and of course whenever you join a new school if your closest friends aren't with you you're going to be making new friends additional friends at that new place aren't you yeah exactly it just expands your network as well I'd oh, say. yeah I'm we're still in touch with all our friends that might have left in after year 11 like there's mm. no way that you lose those friendships because we make such strong strong bonds between all our friends here now that's really good to hear about friends because actually I've got a couple of questions nothing at all to do with queens and these are questions for each of you let's just imagine for a second that you can go on holiday to anywhere in the world with your three closest friends where do each of you choose to go? Oh god, that's a tricky question. I actually think mine would be like skiing in the Alps, everyone out there having a great time. Mm -hmm. And Gigi, it sounds like you might actually be doing that at some point then as well next year. Yeah, yeah I plan to <laughs> try and keep that one up. Lucky you. Um, god, that's a route. I think I think mine would be to go with my friends to the Netherlands because they play a lot of hockey there <laughs> and their hockey supporters are sort of like our football supporters here so maybe I'd like to go with some friends and watch a match and experience the atmosphere that they have for hockey in the Netherlands that isn't as strong uh, in this country. Okay, awesome. So we've had Gigi's and we've had Ava's and they're both relatively close to home. Uh, Lucy, for fun, I don't know what answer you were just about to give to me but I'm now going to ban you from giving anywhere in Europe. <laughs> Where do you okay. choose now? Go Bora Bora. <laughs> I would like to go to Australia, I think. Oh, well, that's far experience, away. <laughs> yeah, experience a different climate. Not too sure I'd be keen on seeing lots of snakes and spiders, but, you know, I think it would be a new opportunity. Maybe see a kangaroo. Yeah. I've always wanted to see a kangaroo. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. And uh, Australia clearly is a good place to go for that, especially for <laughs> spiders and things like that. And yeah. then each of you, what's the last good movie that you saw either at the cinema or on Netflix? I watched Suicide Squad, which is the second film, but it's just still called Suicide Squad, recently at the cinema, which was a good film. I would recommend that. Ava, what was your favourite character in Suicide Squad? Probably Harley Quinn. 
I think, yeah, yeah she's an interesting character. <laughs> In many different ways. Yeah, the, 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 the film's very different to the first uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, I don't know whether you saw the first one at all, but completely different kind of sense of humour required for the second one. Yeah, I didn't watch the first one, but I heard that the second one is definitely a lot better. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Lucy, what would you see? I think the last movie I watched was Titanic, but I know I'm pretty sure on Thursday the new James Bond film comes out, which I'm very excited to see. And by the time this episode comes out, it probably would have been out for a couple of weeks, so people listening to this may well have seen it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Send in your reviews. (laughs) (laughs) Gigi, how about you? I actually can't remember the last film I watched. The only film I can remember watching was, do you know Me Before You, which is just the most upsetting film I've ever watched. Would not recommend if you're in any way emotional because it was just awful to watch. Yeah, no, I do know the film, but it is a good film. It is a good film. Yeah, Um, it was a good film, just very sad. Fan of a romance film. Yeah. Uh, And then last question for each of you. You can go to any gig or any festival. You can listen to any band or singer in your current uh, music selection on your phone. Who do you choose, each of you? So Lucy and I were just at Leeds Festival, which if I had to answer that question, I think it would be go there again. It was amazing experience had a great time yeah especially after the past year of being locked away it was Mm. the complete opposite (laughs) of that you saw hundreds and thousands of people Um, and there's such a variety of people like from Stormzy to Liam Gallagher it was a real blend yeah Yeah. it was a it was a really fun experience awesome I think I might get a bit overwhelmed at Leeds Festival there's a lot of people (laughs) there but if I could choose to go to any gig it would have to be Rex Orange County He's a singer. I really, really like his songs and the meaning behind them. I think it would be a bit of a smaller event. He's not as popular, but I would love to go and see him live. That's a good answer. Thank you, Ava. And thank you, Gigi. And thank you, Lucy. Uh, We need to bring this episode to a close now. If anyone's heard anything and maybe they wanted to get in touch with Queen's, what's the best way for them to connect with the school? What's the website for the school? The website for the school is www.thequeenschool.co.uk. We also have an Instagram at Queen's Chester, I think. And we also have a head girls Instagram, if I can shout that out, which Definitely. is um, Queen's Head Girls. Drop us a follow on there. It's a really original <laughs> username. We have daily postings, so come and keep up to date with all our activities. <laughs> nice plug. I like that. Well, look, all three of you, thank you for being here. Thanks for giving up your time and being here today. Uh, I don't, don't know whether all three of you are on a free right now, but if you are, then I appreciate you using it in this way in order to record this episode. <laughs> And, uh, and talk to our listeners. Thanks very much. Thank you Thank very you. much. So that was Ava, Lucy and Gigi talking about Sixth Form Life at Queen's. Thank you all three of you for coming on to this episode of the podcast. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you keep in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.